Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. Can you talk about, and I love the simple passive cashflow.com. That's your, that's where you teach people how to do this and basically follow this path that you've developed, which we're going to get to. There's still a lot more here. Maybe talk about one of your first syndication deals. Cause you did make the leap from single family to, to, to syndications, to multis. Yeah. I already had that mindset of these rental properties are a pain in the butt. It's not scalable Yeah. for like I said, I had 11 rentals and maybe a few hundred, few thousand dollars in passive cash flow every month. And it was a bit of a headache because with 11 rentals, just to give some people some insights, I had maybe an eviction or two every year, which are a little annoying. Of course, I have a property manager on all these properties. I'm not some idiot who runs this stuff myself remotely. There's somebody else that takes 10% of the rents that does all my dirty work for me. Yep. Yeah, to deal with these evictions and these every quarter, you're going to have some big kind of catastrophe. If you have 11 rentals, if you have 10 sons, one of them is going to go to jail every decade. Like that's just the odds. I've never heard that before, but yeah, I guess that makes sense. I don't have sons, but I just <laughs> see it on TV and I just see it out yeah. there. See if police cars, some kids going to go to jail, typically a dude, but yeah, I, you see where this is going. And totally. I'm like, th then I started to join, this is where the big thing aha moment for me was I started to interact with other high net worth accredited investors. And these aren't super rich people, but they have a million dollar net worth or greater. And a lot of them were, you know, of my pedigree. I was an engineer. There are a lot of engineers. There's a heck of a lot of engineers as investors, doctors, lawyers, dentists, accountants, pharmacists, a lot of professionals also working their day jobs because it's a great way to build up that cash to buy more rentals or go into more deals. But they're all, their main thing was that they were, you know, dumping their rentals and going into these archer syndications. And I just saw the writing on the wall. And when you meet people who do what you do and they say, I used to do what you do, but now I do this. That's probably one of the best arguments for me that I at least start to look into these large syndicated projects. But when I first started, saw this stuff, I thought they were like Ponzi schemes and, but then I started to get to know the people, build relationships. And that's what this world is. It's a people game, building relationships, with the right operators and building colleagues and peers of other passive investors to know who's legit in this business. The trouble is everybody's got podcasts these days. Everybody's got books. So it's really hard to determine who's legit in this fake it to your make it type of world that the general partners live in, which is why I tell everybody and how, like my whole method is like building relationships, with other passive investors, why we have a community for this and you just basically copy what other passive investors do that have gotten good returns from yep. people having gotten their money. And this is the essence, like this is the country club deals. This is the virtual country club in a way. And this is the way that a lot of investors invest and we can get into it later, but it really opens up the taxes because now when you're going into these deals, a lot of these deals do cost segregations which if some people are, are rental property owners, you can deduct 127th of the value of the home every year and take that as a paper loss. But with this stuff, you can deduct one third of the property all in the first year. Yeah. Like it can be like a 10 or 20 X that deduction. And now you can implement certain strategies. The typical one for my clients are like, you, know, you have a couple, one higher paid person and maybe a another lower paid one that we want to have them to stay at home and play with the kids and enjoy life. 
And now that person can implement real estate professional status, rep status, which is a checkbook on checkbox on your taxes. There's a few loopholes to jump through, but once you do that, now you can use the passive losses to not only offset all the passive income, that's a gimme, but use it to offset the ordinary income, which I know a lot of you guys have high W2 or 1099 salaries. And you can basically, if you can pay whatever taxes you want at that point. Correct. And as you alluded to earlier, it's not what you earn, it's what you get to keep. Right, this a, right. This is a tremendous way to reduce your tax liability and even to to zero in some cases, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't pay taxes legally. I have million plus bucks of passive activity losses to use at my disposal. There's a strategy to it. And unfortunately, a lot of CPAs, tax folks don't really understand this stuff. That's why like a lot of this stuff is if there's one big piece of financial advice, never take financial advice from people who are not financially free themselves. Like, why would you want to take financial advice from a CPA? The dude has a job, a job. He works for a paycheck. He hasn't figured this stuff out. Yeah. Show me um, your income statement. Show me your net worth. Yeah. I, I don't income. It's all what you keep and what you accumulate at the end of the day. There's a lot of people with high incomes, but aren't the most sophisticated investors or money managers. It's all net worth to me is what your age is. Lane is not a lawyer CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.